But uh, like, I feel like that's kind of been our history. Like every girl I've seen, you know, and this and, uh, you know, face will have a different perspective because he lived with you one on one, lived with you longer than me. But as far as like the time we've hung out, like. I can't remember a time personally that I've seen you holler at a girl. I've seen you get <laughs> girls, but usually they initiate contact. It, it's kind of like, but it's it, it's different than the way girls initiate contact with me. Like girls initiate contact with me because I used to be the drunk loud one who was like saying some wild shit that attracted their attention or wearing something that was like I, I was the if you uh if you've ever read read those like old pickup artist books, right? If you think about like it's certain characters you can play as a man to attract women like you're the dark mysterious type like you you kind of like like you're very animated to the people that you're like once you've opened up but like yeah. to, the, to a person to a girl that don't know you they see you over there talking to your friends but they don't know that you're open to talking to them because you're not like the dude that's like you see the girl you like and then you checking them out like you will tell me you like a girl and then won't say nothing about her no more and won't look at her. And then all of a sudden, next thing I know, we had a party in somewhere on 42nd Street and the girl is like, got you pinned on the wall all of a sudden. And I'm like, all right, where were he got what he wanted? But there's no there's not been a lot of in between point of like, oh, Pat going up and hollering at her or he's courting her or he's like. I, I I've seen that more with like me and face and other dudes, but that hasn't been something I've seen from you. So I feel like you just, you'd be missing it because you're I'm, not looking for it. Yeah. I'd be missing it all the time. I think I really do be missing it all the time. Like, um, but like, if you look at our podcast, like a lot of the female attention, if you really pay attention, it'd be a directed at you. And, and part of that is because obviously me and face are married. Yeah. But another part of that also is the fact that, like, obviously there's something attractive about you that women watching are. Like, women don't waste time. Like, it, it, when women get in chat rooms or women get online, that means that they're putting themselves out there in front of other people to critique. So if they're doing yeah. that, that's just like them hollering at you in real life. Like, if they talking shit to you or flirting with you, that means they would do that in real life. So that means it's something about whatever they see or hear that, like, all right, I I would rock with this. You feel me? So like you gotta look at it like that. Like I, I'm one of them people. Like I really observe people. So even though I'm not a psychologist or nothing like that, I've taken what I've learned from psychology classes and I've actually applied it. And I I feel like despite people not always agreeing with me, I don't see where I've been wrong about a personal analysis of like people, which is why I kind of always avoid like i usually avoid the snake being a part of my clip the yeah. snake will be around but it's usually because it's somebody else that's that's their homeboy and it's like well all right if you want to be cool with him i ain't gonna condemn you but just know i don't fuck with that nigga and that nigga gonna be a problem and then usually when i say that that person ends up being a thing so like i'm more on that so like i feel like i look at 
I got a pretty good handle on people. I feel like that was my gift from God. So like when I see you, I think that's your biggest thing. Like you just be missing the cues. I don't think it's that you ugly or nothing, bro. Don't 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 hate on yourself like that. I think it's just you you miss the cues from girls a lot of times until they finally verbalize it or act on it. So you've been thinking, you've been around the girls maybe two or three, four, five, six times, whatever. But because you're not really checking for their attention, you don't catch it until they act on it. Whereas the average dude, like even if you were somebody, the average dude is wired to seek. So like even me as an introvert, I grew up, I knew which girls liked me, which is how I was able to get them without hollering at them. I would, okay. I done seen you check me out that day in science class. So I'm going to make sure at PE, all my laps run right past you and your cheerleading squad. Every time, you going to see me four, five laps. And by that four, five, four, fifth lap, she done did something. Because what happens is attraction is attraction. So you ain't going to be around somebody that's attracted more too many times before somebody say something. Uh -huh. So if the girl is already geared up to like be choosing and figuring out, okay, if this one approach, if this one approach, for one, now you the aloof dude to her, which is usually the dude that they like because you stole it. It's like, he's not thinking about me. He's the one in the room that's not paying attention. That's the one I want. You could be the ugliest nigga in the room, but you're the best looking nigga in the room. Because you're not, you're not pressed. You're not worried. You're not thirsty. You're not, oh, I need you. Please come here, girl that looks moderately attractive. No, you sitting there like, huh, I want to draw that shit that's on the wall over there. Or I wonder how many people in here can help me get my comic book off the ground. Or let me go over here and help this business that Lily told me to do. Or Huh. Having fun with my niggas. This is a good time. I'm enjoying myself. Or, huh. There are some big titties somebody showing. But whatever it is, it's not like you're looking for the thing. You're just kind of in the moment. So it makes you the aloof guy. So that's always going to also be a thing to girls. Like, girls like the bad boy. They like the stoic nigga. They like the hella confident nigga. That can back it up. You got to have some like if you hella confident, you got to kind of be good at a lot of shit or it's real smart or something. You can't just be hella confident and then be dumb as fuck or suck at everything. But they like that. They like the. They really like the niggas that don't like them. A lot of times, like if you're above the fray, that's kind of the dudes that usually if you watch a lot of women, that's usually the dudes that get dude. You feel me? Like. I, I think that's that, that that's a big thing. So, um, yeah, I think that's more what it is. But that surprised me that you said that because I've never heard like like as far as my clique, like the only person I've ever heard girls say a negative comment about was Deuce back in the day. And then our clique always got girls. So I'm just like, well, where did you get that from? Like, we've always no. had girls like that's yeah. always been a thing. It's like girls have kind of been attracted to us and. That was kind of like our superpower, like, huh, 
we got a superhero for all of you. You want Aquaman? We got it. You want Superman? We got it. There goes Batman. Look at Cyborg over there. Flash is coming around the cut. Look like, you know what I'm saying? Like we had the whole goddamn uh, Justice League on there as the Avengers assemble, bitch. <laughs> on them pussies. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right. Pete, like, yo, as you were saying shit, the shit that happened like the night before kind of makes it makes all the sense of the world now. But no, I never really like that's just the phrase I say or whatever when I get attention because like I like you said, I'm not used to attention because I'm not looking for it. So when I actually get it, I'm like I'm questioning her like, okay, what what are you here for? You want something from me? And that's what I'm retraining you to start looking at, like start paying attention to the world around you, because what you will find is it's not that you're not getting attention. Usually it's that you're getting attention that you just haven't paid attention to until it becomes a more aggressive attention where the girl is saying something to you or doing something to you. But a lot of times the cues have been there, like you've been checked out or looked at or something like what I know about women. And uh -huh. this come from my mama, like most women, and I say most because you always got them outliers. I don't want to. We ain't never talking about the friends. We talking about the middle of the road, the average. <laughs> most women. Before they didn't holler, they didn't. Try to make it apparent in some other way a few other times. So they've either given a look or they've tried to give a gesture or they've done something or they've tried to be in your line of sight or they've done some overt action trying to get your attention real quick you feel me like they've done something else it's just because you are more aloof than the average dude like you're not looking for that so you're while they doing all of that you looking right past them at something else that's going on that's more interesting to you in the moment because you're not looking for chick attention Mm-hmm. And like it's not like you asexual, but it's like you're not you're not moved by the female the same way the average dude is. You are you are an outlier for males. Mm -hmm. So the average woman tactic don't work or don't register with you. It either takes a woman that's average finally getting up the gumption to approach. Or it takes like another fringe woman that is also comfortable, like being way off the radar and doing something that women wouldn't normally do for you to then catch that attention. And then that's when it registers with you. So like for you, it's new, but that's what I mean. Like it, it happened four or five times. Like I've sat there on benches, like, like I told you, like, I never really hollered at girls growing up because I was scared to. Mm -hmm. Like, face will tell you, like, it would either be my homeboy would know I like a girl, so he'd go say something to her, and I don't realize it. Then next thing I know, she coming up to me in the hallway at school, like, hey, this my number. Hey, call. Like, okay. What the fuck? And then my nigga be like, hey, man, you know I... Oh, I, Okay. Or her girl come up to me like, hey, you know my friend like you. Or she would be like, 
you know I'd have been checking you out for a minute. I don't know why you ain't noticed. And then they hollered, but I didn't pay attention to it. Like I pay attention to it. Like I look at what other people are doing around me. That's one of my things is like people watching. So I check I like right now to this day, every almost every girl in my life that has checked me out, I know who they were. Whether they said something, whether they even if it was like passing on a train or a bus, it's it's one of my weird quirks. Like I know, oh yeah, that was it. It, it was an axe commercial uh, back when they first started where a nigga had a clicker. And every time the girl gave him attention, he would. It was like a counter. I I do that shit. You feel me? Like I, I've done that mentally for. Decades like, oh. Like even in elementary school, I remember as a kindergartner, like my first girlfriend in preschool, I was three years old. Denise Fields. Yes, I said your real name on the podcast, bitch. <laughs> you ain't gonna you ain't gonna watch this anyway. But uh oh I remember like I knew she liked me, but I was three, so it's not like I knew like it was nothing sexual and nothing weird, mm-hmm. but like I knew that this girl out of everybody in this place, she she liked being around me a lot. I knew it was something different even then. And then she came up and was like, hollered at me, like, you wanna be my boyfriend. Now, obviously, at three, four years old, we ain't know what boyfriend, girlfriend really was. You know, we just taking pictures with each other, holding hands in line, little little goofy shit. Mm-hmm. But that's how my shit started. So I, when I say I, I, I've seen it, I've seen what was the uh, I don't want to say her real name because she might actually see this because you know them ODU folk be pulling up out of nowhere on some random shit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, a certain light skinned girl whose roommate I was beating down, I remember. Oh, the looks before either one of them hollered at us. Mm. So, like, I I remember, like, and you not even catching it, but I was like, oh, yeah. At some point, I'm going to hit that and Pat going to hit that. And bing bong. That's all I would say. Bing bong. It damn sure happened. It might have happened at the same time in the same room. I can't quite remember if we was at the same. I do remember being in the dorm room at the same time, but I don't remember if we are out of or or consummated at the same time. But I I will say that I do remember at the same time span we was both beating them. I remember going through a window to get that too. That might have happened. I'm not going <laughs> to confirm or deny. I'm just going to say that, like, I, I I, I've seen, I've seen these things happen. So, yeah, just keep your nose to the to the street a little bit more, because you're going to see a lot more things happen if you pay attention. It's just you don't pay attention. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Well, in you know what, it's. I would say a lot of. I think subconsciously, I I do that to weed out the unwant unwantables for lack of a better term. I, I it's in my head I'm like, well, 
if she's gone out the all the way out the way to come talk to me, that means that's less bullshit I'm gonna have to go through to get to the draws. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just just for the you know lack of better and not necessarily just get to the draws and just getting to the point where we're comfortable with each other or stuff like that. But you know what it does too though? It sets mm-hmm. you up for a more what I do notice is this. Mm-hmm. To this day, even the ones that I might have dogged out back in the day, I'm still cool with all my exes. Except for one. And you know who you are, you crazy nut bitch. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that bitch was crazy. Uh, Yeah. Domestic violence. Uh, She's nuts. Uh, But, uh, Every other one, like, I'm still cool with them. Like, I could still be tight with them being, like, we could kick it and all that, and it wouldn't have been a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, I have not, but, like, I'm pretty sure, like, every one of them I left on good terms because of the fact that, like, they started from a place of them wanting me. True. So when you start there, it makes it more equitable with you and the girl because, like, you're already going to like a girl. Like, men are geared to like pussy. We want it. Even if we don't like you to the point where we want to date you, for the time being that we are, from the time we meet you until we've actually fucked, mm-hmm. on end it with any girl. Like, it's, it, the time of fucking determines whether or not we really like you. Cause after that, if we still be round, trust me, we like you. Cause yeah. the average, like biologically, we're geared to fuck and then move to the next to try to spread our seed. That's really what we're get. That's what our body is telling us to do. Mm-hmm. So if we're sitting still, like, oh no, I'm gonna stay with this. This was a good. One. I'm gonna stay here and bust another one in this one. Let's keep doing <laughs> this for a while. We like you. Know that. It it may not be love, but it is like because a man is going against what a male's nature is as a mammal. Like, let me just be clear. Let's let's just talk science. So I feel like if you can, since we gonna be there anyway, mm-hmm. if you start off from a place where a woman has pursued you, then you start off from a place of power, which allows you to be equitable. What usually happens is the man starts from a place of chasing, so then it's always you're playing catch-up. But if you've already... If you don't chase, now you've just been caught. Now y'all even, because shit, that's where I wanted to be anyway. Now we good. Let's just go from here. Now you at where I wanted to be. Great. Now we got an even jumping off point. I ain't trying to play catch up or get you to catch up to me on the feelings game. Now we just already equal feelings. Let's go from here. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely, it ain't a problem for it. But look out for the signs so that way before you think that you ain't getting it, you can see the attention. So you might actually be able to adequately prepare so you could be like, okay, hold up, this coming. Nope, don't want that. Let me get a rebuttal ready. Or, ooh, that's going to be nice. But that might require this, that, and the third. Let me go ahead and start putting that foundation together. You know, you know, it also. You feel it, me? It, yeah, it allows you to. 
when you get the when the girl do make her move, it make you be a little more ready to receive whatever she bringing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I, as me, I like to know beforehand. Let me be prepared. You throw me off, oh, on a tender, on a random or whatever. I ain't gonna know how to respond because I ain't used to you acting like this. You know what I'm saying? What I don't but, want is a monkey wrench. Yeah, exactly. And another thing, I, um, you remember last week? I was like, you know egos be getting in the way of people's goals and shit. Absolutely. Oh, God dang, sometimes I don't want to be the nigga that like you know sometimes there's niggas and they, a girl would do something slightly nice for them and because they're not used to a girl just doing something nice for them or whatever they automatically think that she likes to do. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing though. The girl gonna show you. So that's what I mean by paying attention. All right, so peep game, right? Say you got two girls, right? Mm-hmm. Both of them cook you dinner. One of them cooked you dinner, though, and said shit that you ain't paying attention to, but they said shit like, hmm, you ain't got to go home tonight if you don't want to. I know you tired. You mentioned being sore from work. Um, I do massages real good. Like girls drop hit. Like women don't fake the funk. If they like you, they gonna make sure they try to give you ways to know that like they like you. It's uh, gonna be different than your buddy, your homegirl, because your homegirl ain't gonna be thinking about rubbing your old crushed ass. She gonna <laughs> look at you like your nigga look at you. You feel me? That's how me and Malachi used to be. Like that, that was my nigga Mal- like that. Like, yeah. like, hey man, you don't get your funk ass out here with them old beat up feet. <laughs> like it was that type of you, that's your homie. Mm-hmm. The girl that like you gonna do a lot of the shit that your homie might do because they both care about you. But I the think- one that wanna fuck you gonna be gonna be dropping other hints like, hey, I'm trying to see what's up. Ooh, you like going there? We should go there one day. We. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's what I mean by pay attention because you might miss out on that because, like, say you got 10 girls, three of them might make it to the point where ain't nobody else done took the time to scoop that up in the meantime of you not paying attention. True. So three of them might make it to holler at you. Out of them three, one may be appealing somewhat to you, and then you get that. But you might have six, seven of them that actually was checking you out, but you missed out on four of them because somebody else scooped it up because you won't pay attention to the signs, whereas you could have been like, said that one little word like, oh, yeah, that would be dope. And then that gave her the opening to, to carry it the rest of the way when now she know that, oh, he he open to it. Whereas you might have been like, oh, yeah, yo, you know, I got a homegirl over here that be rubbing me. you Because you not think about her like that. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, that's the thing. You just got to pay attention. The sure. shit will be there. The shit is always there. Like, uh, I watched this movie yesterday. It's a, it's an amazing fucking movie. It's called Glass Onion. It's a, a Knives Out mystery. It's on Netflix. If you've ever seen Knives Out, and you know, like, the type of mystery it is, and you know who the detective is. So it's a dope-ass movie. Uh-huh. But the the theme of The Glass Onion is 
So it's it's a, it's it's one of them layered ass meanings. But basically, the theme of the movie is shit being in plain sight. But these other layers of bullshit is over, so you don't see it yet. But it's right there in plain sight. It's just like a glass onion. It's like it's it's layered, but you can see right through to the center. You can see it. Uh-huh. You can see what's going on. So I I think that's really what it is with you. It's a glass onion. You don't be seeing. You be seeing the layers. Yeah. But they be right there. Yeah. I what think. I will say is this. I ain't never judged a man looked other than my son. I think my son is a handsome fucker. Of course. I'm okay. Should. I'm okay with saying that. I'm comfortable in my masculinity enough to say that. But I will say this. I don't I don't hang with no niggas that don't get bitches. Now, Nick, now a nigga can say whatever about me and my niggas. They can say a nigga is too gangster, too weird, too quirky, too nerdy, too geeky, too lane to whatever but every nigga that fuck with me has always gotten women that's been a a signature staple of every dude that i hang with from gp and mailing them and at sean Juan to you to chew it to cherry to face to goddamn like if you are part of my inner circle probably mean we, we've probably bonded over some bras that we've pulled like that's a thing so like you gotta know that yeah. nigga you hang with me <laughs> just know that you tears homie so you can't be nothing but either equal to or better than me because i don't hang with nothing but that like i hang with nothing but niggas that i either look up to in some way like i look up to your artisticness. I look up to Chewy's talent. Like I look up to that shit. So I hang around y'all so I can soak up some of that shit and start figuring out where mine and it's happening to it. Like soaking up some of that energy. I look up to the fact of how like Cherry never seems phased about anything. Mm. And I'm passionate. So like I wear my heart on my sleeve. He's like so above the fray. He's the epitome of what stoic is. I, I look up to that. I look up to Jules' business mind and how he like oh, is so pragmatic about things and is able to like break things down to like just the basic format and like, hey, this, this it's just this. Go ahead, do that. You know what I'm saying? So like, he I, reminds my brother so much. Jules, he reminds like, me like of- when I hang with folks, like like my niggas down here, like I hang with them because I admire something about them. Like I hang with niggas because they got something that I don't have that's like better than me. So. It's either equal to where I relate to them on that level or it's better where I can learn from. So, like, if you fuck with me, know that you you must be you, you must be a nigga to get bitches, as they used to say in the uh, black jokes back in the day. You know, you can't say a nigga. You will never say a nigga handsome, but a nigga get bitches. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Pat, you get bitches. Yeah. Yeah. Because all niggas. So, is you ugly. know. All niggas is ugly me. So, um, yeah. all right. I might as well tell you the damn. So, well, I got on. off the podcast. If we go listen to Face, then let's just go ahead and do this. Hold on one second. Welcome to the podcast with Face, Pat, and Tiz. It's the partners, bitches. Yeah, motherfucker.
We up in this bitch. What's up, guy? Welcome to the partners. Show with three friends separated by distance, connected by brotherhood, having weekly conversations that you can join in on. And as always, I'm one third of the partners. It's your boy, Tiz. And I'm along with. It's the mysterious stoic nigga, the Padawan here. And I'm along with dramatic pause. Hopefully the internet's working. Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. I know you're there, Faith. I know you're there. Uh, so Faith's internet is doing some weird shit tonight. I, I'll just be honest. Uh, he told us to go ahead and do the two-man show until he gets here. So we're going to try to... We're going to try to do that, you know, until he gets it together. But uh, in the meantime, in between time, you know, me and Pat are here, man. We in this motherfucker, man. We up in this bitch. How you be, Pat? I'd be, I'd be good. I'd be good. I'd be aight. Um, grammatically, <laughs> ungrammatically saying this, but um, yeah, eyes is good, boss. Eyes is good. Now, if you one of the real pod squatters that have uh they you actually watch the shit before the intro. You know, you actually catch the full podcast. Uh then you already know what's about to happen right now. But uh Pat was in the middle of going into something. So I'm gonna just go ahead and let him go into it. I ain't gonna cut his wisdom. You know, we've had a good we've had a rough week. I ain't gonna lie. It's been a fucked up week. It's been a hectic week for Pat, and it's been a fucked up week for me. But we here. Mm-hmm. So I ain't gonna cut Pat with him because he was in the middle of going into something and it's gonna be better than what the fuck my week was. So go ahead, Pat. What you was talking about? So um last time on the partners, when uh, we departed <laughs> when deep we departed, uh I went into my birthday facility um festivities and whatnot. Titties in his face, 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 titties in his face. Titties in his face, titties in his face, titties in his face. Sound like the DJ at the damn strip club I ended up going. Don DeMarco, the titties. (laughs) (laughs) Man, this is going to be a good episode. I ain't even expected. But but look, this, uh, so we, you know what? I think Lily is my Malachi. Yo. So then I understand your relationship. So you never have this, like, there will be no more jokes or, like, trying to be funny. Like, you know, obviously I'd be trying to be funny because it's just funny. Yeah, it's but, gotta be funny. But, yeah, yeah, you know, entertainment. But, like, there will be no more jokes because I understand that relationship. Like, a lot of people don't get that because it's rare. Uh-huh. But, like, that, that you can have a girl that people find attractive that you don't find attractive because that's your nigga. It's like you you look at her like you would look at your brother. So it's yeah. almost it's almost gay to think of her like attractive. <laughs> like it's like, yeah. nigga, that's gay. Fuck out of here, nigga. Hey, no so, faggot. Oh, so the, sorry. Oh God, I'm gonna have to edit that out. Hold on, let me uh. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. yeah, they go they go flag our shit. Oh yeah, God. We had thirty one oh six. Oh God. <laughs> we are at thirty one. Yeah, thirty one oh six. Yeah, put it. Just go thirty-one. Just hit thirty-one. I would, I would say thirty forty-five, just in case. Make sure I catch it from the very beginning of the word. Get all of that up out of there. Oh my god! <laughs> think about to get, think about to get 
beat up by the uh, Alphabet Army. Boy, goddamn. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> uh, get caught that. Nobody get caught that Publix like what you had said. Oh, you had said so. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. Yeah, do that shit, man. Cause I be at the clubs, man. They be at the clubs too, bro. Hey, they speaking be- of the clubs. Now that I'm in the situation I'm in, uh, once I get everything together, I will be pulling up uh, to get me some THC infused hookah. Got you, bro. I want got some you. weed hookah. I'm gonna come hang I, with you. But I no, for real though, like on some real shit. Like if I'm being told to focus on myself, then the podcast is a big part of it. So we do need to start hanging more. I feel like that's a big piece of what's missing in the pod is like that. Yeah face-to-face, like, all right, let's get together, let's grind, let's collaborate, let's put some thought together on this, let's bang this project out that you got in your head, let me, that you help me with this, let me help you with this, you know what I'm saying, so, like, we need to get together, bro, like, pause. Pause. I don't know how that sounds, but we need to be in the same space at the same time, partner, you feel Mm -hmm. me, like, there's no reason for us to live this close together and have not really hang, hang together. Yeah, yeah. It's and then you weird. know, I'm I'm trying to get I'm trying to get my life uh organized or whatever. So once I bring my fam into my life or whatnot, y'all don't have to worry about shit at all or whatever. But um back at the subject at hand, yeah, she I'm not gonna lie, right? Not gonna lie. I know she is attractive as fuck. It's beautiful, but she's my Malachi because that's how I thought about Malachi. Like, I knew what she was, but I didn't. Like, I, I, I could, it's like, it's like, all right, I got it, I got it. I know you can't see God, but I feel, but I believe is that. Mm-hmm. I know she looked good, but I don't believe it's attractive. And it's not because it's not attractive in the stereotypical sense of the word or the that textbook definition of the word. It's just my relationship with the person doesn't oh, allow me. It's like it's like your cousin. Yeah, it's it's the relationship I have with the person. It's like it's like I got first cousins that I realized that dudes would find attractive. Like I know they would look at them and be like, "Oh damn, she bad." But I don't think she bad. Yeah. She looks fucking disgusting. Chocolate ass out of here. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just you're not attracted to me. Like get your nasty. You don't get a little funk ass. I remember you little sitting in the damn tub, rubber dub ducky. Yeah. Little funk ass. Like get the fuck out of here. I remember you digging up your nose and shit. Dirt all in your hair. So like the way I see you ain't the way the world see you. And mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. And, and that's rare because dudes just- can't have female friends. The it's, female got to be a very different. It, it, those are fringe things. These are not the generalities. So when we speak, mm-hmm. a lot of times I speak in generalities and a lot of people be trying to hold my feet to the fire. Like what well, you said, but 
let me be clear. When I speak, I'm speaking in like, all right. The general population don't do that. The average dude and the average girl that hang together as friends, either the girl like him, the dude like her, or one of them is like kind of letting them hang on as like a safety valve. Mm-hmm. What we talking about is like the fringe thing that like where you actually see a girl that's beautiful that you that you find ugly. But everybody else thinks she's fucking gorgeous. But you fucking think she's man, get the fuck out of here. That's my nigga. You look at her like a dude. You have manly feelings toward her. Like, I don't want to like nigga. Let's elbow bump. Let's do the Obama fist bump. See, my shit is my shit is weird. It's because it's like I see her as the homie, but it almost feels gay that I see her as the homie. Pause. Um, and I'm sorry I said that we had 36, 39, or whatnot. But um, no, you can say gay. Okay, but yeah, it just seems. I I have respect for the relationship, not to fuck it up. So that's so that's different than what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I didn't. With me and Malachi, I knew her so long. And because of the way I met her, like I met her as the cousin of. All right. So when I met her, she was the cousin of my homeboy's girlfriend in high school. So you got to think of how long I knew her before I got to the point where y'all knew I knew her. Yeah. Like, all right. So let's start there. Uh I knew her as the home as the cousin of my homeboy's girlfriend in high school. My freshman year girlfriend that turned into my first fiance ever and the first person that had a child come to term even though the child didn't make it. She's her cousin. So I know her through that. Then I get to ODU and now you my like you see what I'm saying? So, like, I've known you through several layers of, like, all right. when I first met you, I'm already fucking with your cousin's homegirl. So, me and you, are, like, that's your homegirl. So, me and you ain't even looking at each other in that way. We ain't paying each other no mind. Then I'm fucking with your cousin. Now I'm definitely looking at you like you the nigga. Like, now you family. Now you now I look at you like I look at my female cousin. Yeah. Like well, all right. So now I get to ODU, and now you like a person that I'm looking at my niggas pursue or try to holler, and I'm like, well, hold up. Y'all like that. Uh, But it's because I'm looking at her like I look at you, nigga. Like this little pet looking bitch. That's what y'all want. All right. Well, all right. Then that's what's up. Now everybody else looking at her like, oh no, she's an attractive female. With a very obese uh vaginal area. That is true. That was the thing. That was her thing. Yeah. I mean, it, I- like, it, it was like. It was different. The lips were different. 
Like it was like Dolly Parton lips. <laughs> but lips. yeah. But but niggas was on her when I get to ODU and I'm looking like this my nigga. Like this is like oh ew. Like I remember one night and this my nigga. She was drunk and she tried to like like I'm talking about like tongue is coming here. <laughs> like, uh-huh. hey bitch, what the fuck wrong with you? Get the fuck off me. Get your drunk ass downstairs. You need to cool off. I don't think you know what you're doing. This is me. <laughs> like, uh, nigga. So look, so this is now this your is- friends. Your, your friends caught that dingling back in the day. Like they caught that <laughs> schlong long. That long schlong long long bong long. But uh See, so like I, for me it's different mm-hmm. you actually think she's attractive you just don't want to fuck up the actual relationship you've built with her I ain't yeah. never had that like I ain't I ain't that type of introvert like I still know that like girls like me and I like them and I ain't about to hang with you and you look good Well, and I me- know that we're attracted to each other but we just cool no fuck that then if we done got that cool then we need to be kicking it like me and poop is best friends that's how we got married motherfucker like my female best friends that was like i thought they was actually attractive and i didn't see them as like the family type of attractive well i knew they're attractive but they ugly to me like oh no i fucked all of them uh-huh Either fucked or long term dated, like nigga. That's what uh Malachi's cousin. That's how I was with her. She Uh was my best. She was my best friend at HU. Was going with one of my dorm mates. Uh The niggas that stayed in my dorm. So like I was around this nigga all the time. This was. But she was my nigga, but we both recognized that, like, while I'm fucking all your friends and you go with this nigga, you know that we both do think each other look good. So that was always known by my brain. Like, mm-hmm. she's look, she's giving you that. Oh, yeah. He can get that. First time we was alone by ourselves and she didn't go with nobody and I didn't either. Nigga, what? Hilarious. Hilarious. Well, look, this is this is um this how I met with Lily. See, when I met Lily, she was our she was still married with her husband and everything. So I met her as in her family. And the kids like fuck with me. To the day they, they still fucks with me or whatever. So and I was like, I was cool with the husband too, because I mean, I ain't never really had no problem. They had problems with each other, but I never really had problems with them. So it's almost like, it's like, especially since his kids involved, I was ne- I, I wouldn't go there because that's just you see little- that's different though. But that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So so you have a situation that is very much unique. Yours shit is very French. Like my shit is like. Anytime you hear about a dude and a girl being friends and one of them ain't gay, like 
it's not a lesbian or a gay man, mm-hmm. I have the type of friendship that you're talking about where the girl and the dude have been a, around each other and, or have been a, their relationship was established in a way where they they may be attractive to the other sex. Like the dude may get hella women and the girl may get hella dudes, but they don't find each other attractive in that way. There's no sexual tension. There's no attraction pulling each other toward each other. There's almost a repulsion because they see each other as like real family. Like me and you, the way we see each other is the way I see Malachi and the way Malachi saw me other than that one drunk night, to my knowledge. You feel me? So, like, it's different. You what you're talking about is there's potential that she may find you attractive and you just ain't paid attention. There's a potential that you find her attractive, but the situation of the circumstances of like your relationship with her, you don't want to risk that. And ever seeing what that would look or like pursuing anything that and she may feel the same way that's different that means that there's a possible attraction like I don't see Malachi as physically attractive even though I know she is there's a cognitive dissonance there of like I don't think that is it's like grits everybody I know loves grits I don't want it that's Malachi I've, to me. I've grown. You're talking about, oh, I would fuck a plate of grits up, but because I fuck with grits and grits is cool with me, I ain't gonna eat grits. I'm gonna leave grits alone, let it sit in the bowl. That's different. True. That's a that's a self control friendship as opposed to a friendship based off of there's not a there's no. There's nothing that could cause tension. Like what you're describing to me is if circumstances were ideal and she was with it or she initiated, you would be with it. That's different. Because there's the possibility of. I can guarantee you there the, the, the possibility tried and I was like, get the you don't get the fuck out of here nigga like I looked at it as if like face had tried to like kiss me I punch punch in your fucking face but every nigga that I knew at the time would have been like hell yeah bitch give me that fat and would have devoured cause niggas was on I ain't gonna lie, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not mad at you. Like, like, I'm not mad at you because that's my sister. So I look at it like you getting pussy. Like when she used to get niggas, I was like, that's what you supposed to do, nigga. Like, you better. You my you my sister. What the fuck I look like you hanging around me. I'm getting all this shit and you ain't getting that mean you would be ugly. Fuck right after me. My niggas ain't ugly. My niggas get bitches. Why the fuck wouldn't you get niggas? And bitches sometimes. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying like so like hey uh, <laughs> hey my man, nigga was that. thorough my ni- hey my, my 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 twin was thorough man my twin was thorough but oh yeah, yeah. this is 
this is what happened at um the birthday, right? So once I left uh the podcast or whatnot, um we got already uh so it was me, um, her homeboy from LA or whatever, mm-hmm. and so well, y'all was Cali out for the birthday. Yep, and Lily girlfriend came oh, by. Okay. At, later on. So you so, Lily and this nigga was crip walking and shit. All right, got you. <laughs> <laughs> y'all out y'all out there, goddamn. <laughs> there was a lot of West Coast music played in that truck. Cause I y'all goddamn throwing up the dubs and gang banging on, on the whole ATL that night. Got that's you. That's them. That's them. <laughs> nigga, you was with them. Yeah, well, you was out. You was out there last time that I checked. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, we went there. We went to this. It was called Pinup. All my life, been grinding all my life. Hey, I love that. Puzzle by, puzzle by the price. And I'm mad he died. It's always the rappers I like, man. I ain't realized I like. I, I ain't realized like nigga, I nip that nigga, yo. nip that, that nigga. Yo, I, ain't, I thought I was like, does ain't nobody else hear about this nigga? But when, no, yeah. Nipsey was been that nigga. Nipsey been that yo. I'm gonna tell you how long Nipsey been that nigga, but niggas don't realize that they that they know that he's been that nigga unless you've been a long time Nipsey fan. Nipsey been that nigga since Rap City. Mm-hmm. The last couple of episodes, bro. If I'm not mistaken, Nipsey got a freestyle on Rap City. Yo, like people don't realize he came out the same time. Cause like, that was the that was where I got him from. Like back before. then when he was in the magazines and the uh and on Rap City and shit like that. Like he was doing freestyles and shit. Yeah, and then um oh wait, he was like he almost was out before. I mean, I know he came out. I feel like I heard of him before I heard of Kendrick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm 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 pretty. Certain. I'm almost a hundred percent confident that he came out before Kendrick, yeah. before Kendrick's first mixtape or anything like landed anywhere where we would have heard about it. Yeah. What was that, Joe? He was like, um, I think he was rapping off of. But Chris I know what Cross. you was over there doing. I, I already know you was out there, goddamn West Coast bopping this shit. Yeah, I know what it is. And then we went we went to uh this club called Pinups, right? Toot it and boot it. So now Toot it and boot it. Mind you, whoa, I, whoa. I'm from Virginia. <laughs> Virginia does not have strip clubs hey. like they do here in Atlanta. Oh no. Virginia no, no, strip clubs, they wear bathing suits. Them bitches yeah, still having, having shit over their titties. Yeah. Down here, nigga, yeah, they awesome. they bucking their kids. They, you you yes. getting pussy glitter on your goddamn pants. I have never been in a in a straight up strip club where it looked like the Nelly Tip Drill video everywhere. Like oh, it looked yeah. Oh yeah. Nigga. Bro, I, and they I, and they let you touch. You can put yo, your face think, on a butt. Yo, like it's and just let it bounce your head like this. Whoa, whoa. Hold on, it, hold, on, it, hold, on, it, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Yo, it's so, it was so many of them. Like in, in Virginia, oh, yeah. right? In Virginia, you have, you maybe have 10 girls to that club, right? Yeah. And if they no. tell you that. Down here, it'd be like a mob of them. Oh, yeah. 
nigga. It'd be like an army of just pussy. Yes, that's and it and it's nobody that ain't got a BBL. Everything is fat. Everything is thick. It's not a it's not a miss BB like you can catch it's a it's a little scar right at the bottom of everybody's belly. It, not even that. I look at the leg, the leg to booty ratio. Boy, you know how many stilt walkers you got? Them them uh them nigg them, you know, them bitches that be pushing P. <laughs> <laughs> you, they be pushing you know, P, bruh, bruh, Do geez. you get that? You know, you know them little tipping, tipping. Hey birds. partners, hey partners, do y'all get that? Yeah, they you got to that. Be pushing P, pushing Legit. the hell out of P. <laughs> Penelope's, a bunch of Penelope's, like two P's put together. <laughs> I mean that, just P's. But, but yo, yo, like you ever seen? You know them little tipping birds that have like the? It's like a little jar at the end and the, yep. the head of it is a bird and it got like water at the end of it and it just tips yep. over. That's exactly what them BBLs be looking like when they have skinny legs, bro. <laughs> like you 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 one you one twerk away from losing it all. Mm-hmm. But give it all I, up to Jesus. I ain't gonna lie, there was some natural booties in there and they were looking nice too. But that's what I like. See, I, I I would rather this. I would rather you give me ten soggy boogies. That's real. They shake like a real ass shake. Like they they they, they feel like like they just real. Ain't no alterations. Then one BBL. Like I I'm I'm good on that. Like I I like yeah, I like the natural look of a woman's body like when it's just however god made you like if you top heavy cool i'm cool with your little booty and your big titties if you bottom heavy i'm cool with your little boobies and your big booty like however it is like just be what god made you because then i know what you is and it's probably something different like when everything looked the same like that's my biggest issue with women today mm-hmm there's a need to look like the next woman. Everybody look like Kim Kardashian. Yo, yo. Everybody nigga, got the big lips and the big ass with the little legs. And it don't look good because everything look the same. There's no, like, it makes a natural woman stand out more and be more attractive because of the fact that, like, they're more exotic now. It's like, it's, it's like mm-hmm. you still got everything that God gave you? Oh my God! Like you, you actually got why? your real big toe. Oh my God! You a real person. The reason you, why you really how God like made you. The the all the reason why they all look like Kim K is because, and um, Lily put me on to this. They got one. They go to the same doctor. If they're in L.A., they go to the same doctor, and they basically say, "I want to look like Kim K," and that's why a lot of these bitches be having the same faces. That be having the surgery on the face, and I hate it. But I mean, even the makeup, Excuse like me. it's gotten to the point where even girls do their makeup to look like a certain, like that big lipped, big eyed look. Like and yo, like this the thing. What they don't realize is that was cute because it was different. Mm-hmm. But like I would like- rather have the girl that's like the what's the uh. What's the model that got vitiligo? I know what you're talking about. I just don't know her name. Her face damn near look like a cow. I love it. 
because it looks different than what everything else looks like. So it makes it attractive. Like for me, like I'm I'm always into what ain't like the nakes. Like when I pick my wife, like she don't look like the average girl that I grew up with. So like it was different to me. Like so like a physically, like it was like, oh, that's different. You exist. <laughs> What's that? I don't know what that is. Let me go see that. As opposed to, oh, I've seen 13 of you today. Now I'm bored. Like, I don't think women realize as they are trying to chase the attractiveness that other women have that uh-huh. now you look like that other woman. I wanted that woman, not you. So now you just look like this other woman and now you ain't the real thing. And now I've seen 15 of you. So now you're not even cool to me. Like men are hunters. Like at the end of the day, people keep beating up biology and like trying to fight this biology thing. Like at the end of the day, like we are biologically wired to do certain shit. There's a reason that women have a nesting hormone and a nesting instinct. There's a reason men have an instinct to go out and do something it's a reason that women that retire be happy as fuck and men that retire be miserable as hell men that retire be back at work within a month because it's like well i don't know what to do with this time like i need to do something i i gotta go out and do something i gotta go out and figure something out or fix something or work on something or you catch niggas that retire, they 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 get these extravagant hobbies where they become these amazing woodworkers or amazing painters or yeah, something because yeah. they're giving devoting so much because it's like I need to do something to conquer something. I have to win something, I have to achieve. Yes. It it's it's not that we really want to, it's like it's a instinct of like a thing in us. It's a reason that women find themselves around 30 like, okay, I haven't had a kid yet and I haven't had a family yet. It's a reason they find themselves looking for that all of a sudden, even when they formerly were like a person that was like a man hater or I don't care about like it's a reason for that. It's not they're crazy or they're tripping or people are wild and it's. That's biology. Uh huh. Everything we do as humans is basically fighting against the biology that we have. Okay, we really want to just devour things. So let's find foods that we can eat that will suffice so that we don't just start eating other people. Yeah, even though there's some people that do that still. It's weird. All right, let's let's be monogamous. Cool. Because our society, the way it's set up, fits that. But in being monogamous, we're fighting against a biological urge. So every time you catch a man that's faithful, you should applaud him. That's not a normal thing. That is the fringe. Uh. I should get a standing ovation every time I walk in the room. Thank <laughs> you. 
I should get that every every time I step into a room. I should just be like, "Hey, hey, Pat." You know why? Because I am the fringe. The average dude is not going to be monogamous, ladies. That's going to hurt. I am the abnormal dude. I'm the one that you like. That nigga exists? Now, you can get other, other qualities. You're going to get a richer dude than me. You might get another nigga that's like me that don't hit women. Might get a taller nigga than me. You might catch you a porn star nigga that got a bigger cock than me. But all them niggas going to cheat on you. My fine ass going to be faithful every time. If we together. Now, if we just talking, or if we are fuck buddies, then I'm fucking everything walking. I'm knocking it down. But, like, I don't think women even realize, like, how rare the niggas that they are looking for are. Like, even the dude that's, like, a high-value man that they be talking about in the media, like, you Kevin Samuels niggas that be talking about, like, this nigga that's a six-figure nigga that will pay all, like, that's not the norm. That's the French. That's the 10%. I'm going to say, I'm going to be, be not even, completely honest. 6-7%. That 1% that they look for, they need to realize that the main, one of the main reasons why they became rich is so they can fuck whatever bitch they want to. That's not the only reason, but that's one of that the come, reasons. That come with it. And what they don't realize is it's going to be harder for that man to be faithful because I've, all right, I consider consider myself to be an attractive person, but I know on the scale of one to 10, I'm average. I'm somewhere in that five, that four to six range, depending on what I got on the attitude. I got the money in my pocket at the moment, et cetera, et cetera. Like that's my range. Right. And that's where most men fall. You have your sevens to tens that are like, all right, pretty wicked what they call them. But that's not the average nigga. Like in high school, like if you look back, it was that nigga that got all of the girls and then it was everybody else. And then at the bottom of that, it was that bottom 1% that got nobody. But most people fall into that middle 80% of like, I'm in here kicking it. I can get some of them. I can get, I can't get every single one, but I can get my fair share. Because most girls fall into the four to six range, if we being honest. And I'm talking with no makeup. Like most girls have the same body if they ain't got nothing altered. They either top heavy bottom heavy or they well proportioned and they body carry everything but the face wise you ain't getting that much variation you got the light skin girl that's all right the brown skin girl that's all right the caramel girl that's all right 
the girl that's ugly but her body banging. The girl that's her face bad, but her body is. Uh. And, and it all averaged out to your four to sixes. Maybe a seven. Maybe let's go. Let's go four to seven. I'll give people that. I give myself that. You feel me? But like, let's be real. We a bunch of averages. <laughs> But people be wanting to live that. Everybody want to be the main character. Everybody want to be the main character, but they're no. not. They not main character. Do you realize that most of the movie is made up off of extras and supporting roles? Exactly. There's only one to four main characters, depending on the and, movie. And sometimes the more main characters you have. The worst the movie the is. The worst? Oh, my God. Come on, now. Sometimes you just want one main person that you can follow. Because everything else uh -huh. gets confusing. Yeah. Like, I, I think the problem is that people forget. Like, all right. So, like, when we look at science, right? And this going to be the wildest shit that I probably ever said on the pod. So, get ready for uh, the X-Files music. do 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 Tis conspiracy time. Everything is a replication of the smallest particle, right? So the smallest particle is made up of small particles. Am I correct? Quantumania, Ant-Man. No. Now those small particles don't all do the same thing. They all have their own roles within that atom or whatever you believe the smallest particle is. They all have their role in that. And then you go out from that to the atom or to the whatever. And then you go out from that to the molecule. Then that molecule, there's not all the same atom. There's like several different atoms that are all doing something that make the molecule be a molecule of that type. Otherwise, it would be a different type of molecule which would give you a different different compound, right? Quarks. Quarks are the All smallest right. particle. Okay. Now keep I following me. Mm -hmm. Okay, keep going. Keep going. Watch, watch, follow me. Now you get to those molecules coming together and then all of those molecules coming together to make your cells of living animals or creatures or plants, protozoa, or, you know, the, the, the kingdoms of living things, like right? When you look at the cells, all of them are either unicellular in which they're made up of different pieces that do different things. So the mitochondria don't do what the cytoplasm do. The cytoplasm don't do what the the goddamn uh, ribosomes do. The ribosomes don't do what the RNA do. The RNA don't do what the DNA do. The DNA don't do what the the uh, cell cell uh, not the cell wall cell membrane do right so everything got its own little the ventrial you know everything got its own job right so then we look at how them cells come together and make the living thing right now the living thing in a living thing you got all these different cells but each cell do something different so your liver cell don't do what your skin cell do your skin cell don't do what your brain cell do right all right keep pushing that shit out 
you got all of these different people or living things. All the living things don't do what each other do. So a lion don't do what a human do. A human don't do what a protozoa do. A protozoa don't do what a amoeba do. Amoeba don't do what a plant do. A plant don't do, you know what I'm saying, so forth and so on. Then you keep taking that out to like, now you got all these living things on this planet. Now this planet is like a now a cell and you got all these living things that are basically like the different pieces of that cell that interact to make the planet work. Right. But in all of this, when you look at male female relations, male and female humans keep looking at each other like I need you to do what this one did or I need you to do fit this. But like that can't happen. <clears throat> I can't do what you do. You can't do what I do. And they can't do what they did. You feel me? Like everything has to have its role and its place and its uh its niche in this thing we call life. For it to be a living thing. Now you got molecules and rocks that are inert. The reason a rock is a rock is because its molecules have frozen into place and have made crystals and then they don't move. They don't have any inertia. They don't have any life to them. The reason a protozoa is a protozoa is because that shit got some life to it. It can move through a mem it can move through uh, uh, another medium. It can replicate itself. It has some action to its molecules uh -huh. so like we can't as humans keep expecting ourselves to do things that don't make sense scientifically like everything in science lines up for a reason it's a reason that that shit all makes sense like it's a reason that they're like you can have a hypothesis and then you can come up with a mathematical equation that mathematical equation literally explains that hypothesis they line up for a reason. It's not a coincidence. It's because that shit is God's language to us. It's his way of explaining all the shit that we don't understand. It's a scientific reason for it. That's why it is. So that we can get, so that we can wrap our brains around the shit that don't make sense. So like once we just realize that and just start applying that shit to like our interactions with each other, like I should be dealing with a woman or dealing with women in a way that realizes that they not going to be like each other and that there's a general way that they're going to act though because like a tree is going to be a tree now each tree is different because one tree might have like yellow leaves all of a sudden because a certain gene is expressed but still a tree we still humans. We have a certain purpose that we serve. So like we can't keep fighting against that shit. Like there has to be a per a point in humanity where we reach that equilibrium again of like, all right, a man is a man, a woman is a woman, and we allow those things to be those things. And I don't know where I just went on that long ass rant. That's gonna be <laughs> one of them that the pod squad gonna come back and be like, what the fuck is Tiz talking about? Cause I felt myself go around the corner somewhere in there, but my but my mouth just kept moving. But 
I, I know I went around the corner and hid somewhere in there and like I left everybody. But somebody out there was like <laughs> It was me because I was high listening to you like this nigga is deep as shit. I mean at the end of the day, not everybody's supposed to do the same thing. That would be no, more. But, but watch this, watch this. Everybody because we're talking about humans now when we say everybody. Everybody is supposed to do the same thing. It's just they're going to do it differently because they're a different cell in, the, in this body we call the planet. That makes so sense. Like, so like when you look at look at humans as DNA, right? If you look That's at it. a strand of a person's DNA, you got all these different genes on that strand of DNA, but each gene is expressing something different. So, like, you might be a Bigfoot gene, whereas I'm a medium for gene, whereas face is a small for gene, but we all genes. We all have the same job. It's just what we're doing in our job is different. It's kind of like being at Walmart. Everybody at Walmart work at Walmart, but the nigga that's doing outdoor grocery is different than the nigga that's stocking the shelves at indoor grocery which is different than the nigga that's working at the outbound dock which is different than the nigga that's working in the bakery which is different than the nigga that's working the cashier but they all work at Walmart they all they all got a job to do and they all working at the same place we all we all humans well like so like we all men so when I say that like we all have the the basic biological functions as men of reproducing, protecting, going out and gathering or providing. That's been our general roles for so long that genes have been created over years through mutations that like say that this is what we do. That's what the males of our species do. We're not lizards. We're not frogs. We male humans. That's what male humans have traditionally done. So when you get to a point where now we fighting against that. And now I'm going into a whole nother subject I know. And it ain't got nothing to do with another topic we wrote down on the docket. And I know I'm going somewhere with it. But we we kind of freehanding this at this point. Yeah, I'm, this I'm, is just freestyle. This is just what my brain, my train of thought has went to. You get to a point of like, it's like a cancer. It's like a cell that's doing something that it ain't supposed to do. The body gonna fight that. So when you look at society, as you start to look at this counterculture now of like the manosphere and the feminine, the extreme feminists, not the normal feminists that just want femi- females to have like rights. They want like I'm males. talking about like. The females that hate men, yeah, and think that men are the cause of their like these extreme. The reason that you see a lot of fringe culture, the Trumpites, the QAnons, the all of these fringe cultures that normally would be like kind of eradicated by society because society would look at them like, What the fuck is you talking about? The flat earthers. The reason they're getting traction now is because you're seeing society going against what our biology says we're supposed to be doing because technology has made it to the point where like we don't have to 
We don't have to socialize with each other, even though we are communicable species. We're a species that literally sees another one of us and begins to be curious, which is how society started, because a bunch of us was roaming around and was like, "Ooh, we all hunting this same thing and trying to eat it. Two of us just did that easier. Well, let's all hang together and then we can get a whole bunch of these things to eat real good. All right. Well, let's you you know how to do this. Well, I know how to do this. Well, if we put this together, look what we just made. What shit? And it kept growing from there. You feel me? Like that. So, like, we are a species that wants to interact. Internet says we don't have to no more. Uh-huh. You can go days without interacting with a real person. You might have chatted in a chat room or posted something online or liked something or watched something, but you didn't actually feel the vibrations of that person, feel the energy shift when you said something that that person didn't like. Um, Sometimes even look face to face with a person. You're not outside. You're not yeah. Really outside. Yeah. You know, like. So, like, I think that the more we go away from that and the more technology allows us to be, it to be easy for us to go away from that, the more we see these weird fringe communities building traction and we start to see, like, our what we know as society up until now starting to break down because you don't have that no more. So there's gener- there's literally humans that don't know how to interact with other humans properly, which is why you see people sitting at dinner tables and everybody at the dinner tables on their phone not saying nothing. Uh-huh. They're literally looking for human interaction five feet away from human interaction, but don't know how to engage with it. I, It's a lot of fake introverts out here. It's forced introvert. It, it's what it is, is extroverts being forced into an introvert regime based off of the fact that they haven't been socialized to on how to use their extrovertism. Like, it's almost... You go to places now, it's wrong to be the loud person. It's wrong to be the outgoing person because they're looked at as, like, the annoying person or, like, why are you doing so much? You extra. I'm like, I say that. But a lot of people that are the outgoing person is the person that get the shit started. They're the person that's the first on the dance floor that got the shit popping. They're the first person that started the conversation. They got everybody in the room talking. Now you didn't talk to the girl that you like or the girl to talk to the boy that she liked because now y'all was the, the, the first person got it popping. So like we need them people, but they're being forced out because we want to be said? on the screen. Now you, you can said? do that on the screen. You could be an extrovert on screen and it works. So if you're willing to be an extrovert on camera, on TikTok, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Twitch, you got a face and you got a personality. It's what you said some earlier, right? They didn't learn how to use the extrovert. Like what? What you said before that? They said. They All right. So like. How to- so because we're not socialized anymore. So like me and you grew up in a time where we had face to face interaction. So. Being an extrovert, Last we learn how like extroverts learn how to be outgoing in a way that didn't offend. Mm-hmm. 
because technology allows now interaction without consequence oftentimes. In real life, people often face stunted growth as extroverts because so you see extroverts that are really extroverted online. But if you get them in a room, they're completely silent. Because they don't know how to properly interact in real life because they've never faced a real life audience that will in real time give them a reaction. They've always faced the online reaction where if I don't like this, I can shut the stream down and go to a recording. If I can edit the way my presentation looks to be as appealing as possible to people. I can block the person who has an opinion that I don't like. In real life, if, a, if the person doesn't like you or they have an opinion on something that you're doing and they're saying it, you have to deal with that real time. There's not an escape button or a off switch or a power down or a block or a switch to a different app. It's nope. This person is following me, telling me they don't like what I just said to them. How do I deal with that? We had to deal with those repercussions in real time. You might get punched in the face. You uh -huh. might you might get cursed out. The girl you like may not may spread rumors about you. Or slap you. Like I've known dudes as a kid in elementary school that had fucked up rumors about them until middle school, high school, because they pissed off the wrong girl in elementary school. And the girl said something to her homies and it became a thing where it was like, well, that's just a fact now. Fuck it. Uh -huh. Probably won't even true. But uh -huh. nope, yeah, you pissed your pants that day at her house. Nope, that's what happened. Because all the girls said it. So fuck it. That's what we going to roll with. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I know these situations. So like, I think we were socialized in a way where we dealt with real life consequences in real time and had to react to them and learn to respond to them. So over time, we learned to like, you could tell a person from a certain generation by how they even interact online. Like online, we're probably going to be more reserved in how we interact because we know that Somebody could show up at your house and shoot you. These kids get shot so much because they don't have that realization until it's happening because they're so used to being able to say something online and delete it or say something online and up oh, that nigga got mad. Ha 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 ha. I turned off my computer. I go about my day. That nigga was in Idaho. Well, when a nigga in Idaho has bought a plane ticket and has arrived in New York and he's now pulled up on your block and he's in your project walking around looking for you and he sees you and you're making a live stream right now on your block. We wonder why these people are getting shot. Like the nigga across town used to stay across town and they didn't have an Uber to get them there in a few minutes. They had to actually catch a taxi and a taxi costs money and the average kid didn't have money. Now the average kid has a way to get money because they can get online and ask for some cash apps. They can go scam something they, like it's so many different 
ways of access that we didn't have. So we were forced to learn to socialize the regular way of face to face. What happens when I say this? Okay, that worked great. I'll use that again with the next person. Uh, oh, that worked until I met this person. So what works on this person? So the next time I meet a person of this type, I need to use this approach. The, and you put it together and you over time learn like social nuances. You learn the gray areas of socialization. Kids now know the black and white. I said this, this person went extreme. I said this, this person didn't go extreme, so it wasn't that big of a deal. So I can move on. It was just the Internet until this person goes nuclear. But they don't realize all these gray areas of this person getting annoyed, annoyed, annoyed. That was them leading up to they about to come find you. Uh huh. But they don't get that no more because with us, it used to happen in real time of a conversation. For them, it happens <clears throat> over a, a Twitter conversation of a month. With us, it happened over a conversation of a like you at a party and the first interaction was a bump. I didn't like that. Hey, mm -hmm. oh, you don't want to apologize? Okay. So then the next time we in a conversation, now you trying to play me. All right. Now we roasting, and now you don't roast it too far. And oh, we've like seen this person progressively over the evening get mad. So we've had time to react and say, okay, you know what? That last one, that one, let me leave him alone for the rest of the night. That uh -huh. nigga might be too that 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 nigga. I I seen him fight the last nigga. His hands ain't quite. His hands a little further than mine. Are. Let me not play that game. Ego. These kids don't have that. They don't have the what would this nigga do until this nigga does it. So there's no lead up. There's no the, the the whole middle section of life has been missing. Like the middle class has been eroding in America. The middle section of socialization is missing there's only extremes there's either the very beginning and baseline or there's the here it's zero to 60 there's no well what happened at 35 when that shit got to shake it nope all you see is the 60 mile an hour that bitch then rolled off the road and all of the tires and flew off and the transmission and buckled and all of that but at 35 it was already doing this why you didn't stop well you didn't see that because we don't have that no more. Now it's just, ha, 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 I did this. It was still zero. I, I done got off because I didn't even see the 10 that this motherfucker ran it because I done left off. Now I see the rant, but because nothing happened, there was no stopping point. There was no, oh, this motherfucker's in my, he's walking toward me now. This nigga's on the other side of the country. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, this nigga's at the same party as me now, and he's remembered all of that shit I said online. They, they don't know what to do with that. Because uh -uh. there's no, I've dealt with the lead up, so I've seen what happens at two, and then four, and then six, and eight. Nope, they just seen what happened at zero to two, and then ten. And that's people, the problem. Some people believe with in on site. Yes. Some, some people grew up with on site. And some of them is some they regular people, but because yo, they live in the we're the last generation. The Uma sector is the king of it, yo. The Uma sector is the king of it. So I watch these people now, right? 
the personal shit that they dig up on each other for entertainment. It's to make a video to troll you. It's to make a video just to get my channel monetized. But it's so... The fact that nobody's been murdered in the Uma sector, I'm surprised. And I say that knocking on wood, hoping that that doesn't ever happen. But, like, that's a very real possibility with the amount of shit that these people do to each other. I blame Rupert Murdoch. I blame whoever made the internet be this accessible. I miss when it was a long process to get a fax or to get a email. Like I remember when you had to go and then you might be connected for a good 20 minutes before that shit kicked you off or somebody picked up the telephone. I feel like that that level of internet was functional. It allowed you to have fast enough communication. You had chat rooms, you had email, you had ways to get messages across faster than a phone, right? Mm. You were able to do basic stuff like board meetings through that shit. You could set it up like that. But it wasn't so connected that we lost face, we lost the nuance of socialization. It wasn't where I could disconnect before you had a chance to respond. So now I don't know how to respond to your response. What if your response was a punch in the face that first time? Now I would know for the rest of my life. And a lot of that goes on as kids. So now you have kids growing up that are interacting online for their first time with other kids. They interact more online with other kids than they do with the kids in their classroom. They're even classrooms now with elementary schools where they all are in these little at their desk on tablets and on laptop. You feel me? So like it's becoming a thing where like more and more kids are not socialized to have these immediate responses. They have an ability to make a delay. Whereas we, by the time we were six, we knew how to talk to other kids mm-hmm. because in preschool, when I said that wild thing at three, that other kid bit me. And I didn't like that. So I knew not to say that again. And I knew not to keep poking at the big kid by seven because in kindergarten, the really big kid, I had watched him beat the shit out of another kid, and I saw what happens when you have a larger person versus a smaller person. There's some strength differential that has to be dealt with. Now, I also learned that a smaller person can beat the shit out of a bigger person if their skill is higher. Speed. It matters. But those are things you learn along the way of trial and error, and I learned that I could say this to a girl and that makes them feel okay. But this makes them feel like I'm a predator. Because I've either done or watched or been around or watched. Like I grew up in an era where these things were constantly happening. You watched 
other men around you do things and you saw, oh, he did that and they called him corny, but he did that and they called him cool. So I kind of know where women's wavelength are as I'm. <coughs> you had these different things. The reason you have the manosphere and these incels and these dudes that are like so awkward is because they don't know how to talk to women because they didn't grow up in elementary school having to ask a girl for crayons or having to play the little game with the paper where you where the girl done gave you the paper and she hoping that you pick her and you got to deal with that dynamic of oh this girl like me but i like this girl and what happens now oh shit this girl mad at me i gotta go through whatever happens with her reaction and then deal with that and at the same time this girl does like me though and i like her so how do i continue this while I'm dealing with this stress. So now when I'm older and I have a baby mama maybe or I've I got this wife now and this ex-wife that won't leave me alone. I know how to kind of navigate that because I've dealt with these smaller situations growing up. These kids don't have that. They have small situations and then it's really big. Blown up for no reason. And they that's why they don't fight because to them there is no i'm tro i'm joked on a little bit by my friends and then the person in the classroom that's the class clown jokes on me and then i'm joked on in the lunchroom and i have to deal with all of those escalating slowly situations no they deal with I'm roasted in front of thousands uh -huh. and these thousands also know me and they're going to go to school and joke on me there. And then when I go home, they're going to joke on me every time on every app I log into on every video game I play. Somebody going to pop in. Hey, motherfucker. <laughs> I know your your deepest, darkest secret now. Huh? Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like it's different for them. Like they don't have a lot of the slow escalations that allow you to build up the toughness True. they don't have the calluses they have nope i have soft skin and then i'm cut deeply oh let me explain why i said rupert murdoch you might already realize why the the tactic of them actually looking up dirt on people and putting it on video for everyone to see that was developed by Rupert Murdoch. Absolutely. He developed the that tabloid culture. journalism. That he developed that culture. Everything that is they killed Princess Di. Yeah, Come on, he man. got Reagan in office. Mm. Like it, it, like everything that we've seen, like how the shade room at World Star, all that. Hold on, what? He got Reagan in office. Say more. Look at that that uh hbo um max um interview um not interview but it's like a mini series documentary called uh, murdoch um was it family of influence or something like that Ooh. but yeah i had brought it up on the podcast before but go ahead and look at that that shit yo when and you i look never at did that, look at it yo if you look at that you'll see exactly why everything is the way it is that's the one i was telling you he got rid of his workforce by adding in 
by acting like he was about to make a new um, newspaper. Everybody hired to it. Um, everybody like um, applied to it and everything, but he had these stipulations. So they put in a union. And then while they were actually striking the um, newspaper that they never actually got hired to, he was bringing in like new technology that basically that one robot, that one machine could do what that whole workforce could do, basically. And by doing that, he basically got them to fire their own selves by joining the union and everything. And because he helped out Reagan or or whatever, a lot of the politicians got rid of some rules for him Mm -hmm. so he can even Mm -hmm. do that in the first place. And with that, with that, and and not only that, everything, everything that's now like a Wendy Williams, all the motherfuckers that just do tabloid shit, it's all based off of this his format of tabloid newspaper industry because he was the first one to do it. Um, when before all hand, it was like just regular newspapers and stuff like that, just telling him the facts or whatever, and then he would look at it and be like that's that's boring it's not selling papers it's not getting ratings and things like that and that's why he has the speculation type news or whatever that's why fox news is the way it is that's Mm. why fox um like fox tv shows are the way they are they were you know at at the time fox was like the, the edgy network yeah you had a married with children simpsons all that shit yeah 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 Absolutely. But that was the only I was, that's the only good side of it because um you got out of that Fox News and how they do stuff like a lot of times they even some of these people now Sean Hannity and all them other stuff uh-huh. they go ahead say some shit that was like five years ago and then come down and 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 around and and say it in a professional way that yeah what I was saying was bullshit. But what <laughs> Sean Hannity just said that shit. Like, yeah, we knew he he lost the election. But hey, he just said that shit not That's too long ago. It was one of him or t- t- I think it was Sean Hannity. But yeah, it's just it's just like everything, all this tabloid stuff, all the, the blogs that do like little small stuff is never really anything important. It's always some, yeah, Chris Sean Rock or whatever having some type of relationship problem with Blueface. I have yet to, I have yet to really listen to a full Blueface song or really hear anything about his music. I hear more about his fucking relationship problems <laughs> than his actual music. And that's how it is with a lot of artists right now because the 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 spectacle is more entertaining than a music because they are giving you microwave music. If you even notice right now, music itself is like no more than two minutes long. Remember back in the day, there would be like five, seven. They have three verses and stuff like that. Like all of this shit is affected in some some type of way. Like, but if you go ahead and look at that in documentary, mm-hmm. you'll start realizing, damn, all this shit is because of this motherfucker right here. I'm about to start. I'm about to watch that tonight as I. Uh... Go to sleep. I think that's gonna be my uh 
movie or, the, or my clip of the night. Yeah, we're gonna watch that tonight, so I can uh, we can talk about that on the pod next week for watch sure. That. I, I ain't finished through. I gotta actually get my damn HBO Max back on. Pretty much, I'm about to shit. watch that shit. Changing banks and shit like that. But yeah. Oh. Oh, I might have a. Uh, I got you. Mm-hmm. I might Offline, have I got you. Okay. You I'm, can't. Um, you can't use it for nobody else. But to hold you until you get your shit back right, I got you. Okay. Got you. Got you. But all right. So, um, oh, yeah, I got to tell you the rest of the weekend. Um, the New Year's event that we had at Cali Nights, that was a, a total success. I think I saw the video of that on Instagram or a clip of it. Yeah, yeah. it was, it was something. I don't know. I know some people, I know it was a lot going on in the in the clip I saw. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. Yo, I met I met everybody I made a flyer for, pretty much. And question, um, huh? Do you have to get a section to get a hookah? No, right on. And you know me, so I could just talk to Lily about it. Well, I, just, I I mean I also don't want to like you know I I ain't trying to be one of them people that's mooching off of oh I I know that nigga. You know, I mm-hmm. I know the people. No, no, no I ain't sure trying to be I like know. that. You know, I'm even though I interviewed Lily, I don't know her like that, and she don't know me like that. No, so I don't want to also exactly. like overstep but, no bounds there. Yeah, but you know, you already met her and everything. She know that you cool with me. So, and I, I I'm my credit's good. So, okay, with, with the owner, <laughs> right. my credit. You know, I, I ain't really into not like, my actual you know. credit, but my credit in these streets are good. <laughs> Right on. I just don't want to ride no coattails or nothing. I just want a hookah. Yeah, yeah. When, when so, I do come, I want to come and, and get a hookah. And enjoy, yeah. One of them hookahs, too. One of them yeah. ones that I, I saw advertised on the Instagram. Because gotcha. what I will say is, Lily good about some advertising. Like, she make that shit look good. Like, oh, that, you got all these flavors? Oh, what's, what's that? I ain't never seen a pen like that. Uh-huh. Ooh, that's what y'all be doing in there. Uh-huh. Well, that looks oh, entertaining. Uh, we got a uh, um. Like her marketing is dope, so like she good at that shit. The business, um, we got a, a tobacco license, so we actually go to a warehouse to get our stuff. But you gotta have a tobacco license to go to the warehouse. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and. Yeah, it was well. I met the, the the one of the dancers. It was a contortionist. She was cool. I was like, "Yeah, I'm the guy that made the flower and flyer and stuff." It was awesome. Now put your dishes in my face. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my, it was ass. It was, it was okay, well, that, you know, it was a lot of one of, one of the sides, one yeah. one of the peas. I like she started start wilding out. I was like, "Oh, that was you!" Oh, and then we danced for five seconds, and then I came back to my calm demeanor. And roll. Yep. <laughs> Sounds about right. Got three lap dances. It was cool. Well, Friday I did, and then the, you know the New Year's party was Saturday. That was cool. Everybody was wild, whatnot. And then yeah, we got this thing with this other club of Beezus, and I chill out there. And I, somebody I um, one of the 
the chicks that's there at Beezus or whatever, she's you know, stop by and say hi to me. Well, cool, whatever, because we got like a little table there and whatnot. And I just go just to get out of the house and make money at the same time, pretty much. And you know, she stopped by and say hi to me from time to time. I think I said uh, I I saw her shirt. It made me laugh. I did a very uh, compliment to her. And ever since then, she's been saying what's up to me. This is one of the moments you were talking about earlier in the pod. I'm just letting you know that that I observed this. It's pretty. okay. Yeah, um, I'm glad that you observed it. So, um, we, you know, like she looked for stuff or whatever, asked for stuff or whatever, she'll text me and, and that's not third, I'll text Lily. And then um, after a while or whatnot, she just started just texting out of the blue. What you doing? I'm like, I'm just doing my normal shit. I was like, oh, okay. And in my head, my inner panel, I was like, I think this bitch like me. <laughs> uh, I'm going on. Test this out and see what happens. What not. So, yeah, she stopped by and what not. I can smoke at clubs. You know what? I passed. Um, I passed her the blunt. I got a text. My bad. Um, I passed her the blunt or whatever. So, today we text and she was like, yeah, like when I be sitting with you, and shit, the when I go back and the niggas they would chill around, they'd be like, "What's up with that nigga? Why you be chilling with him all the time?" It's like, what the fuck? Why the fuck they ask about me? Shit, <laughs> shit, or whatever. I was like, oh, I get what you're saying. So this is, I was like, oh, okay, I got me a little attention. I look cool and shit. I was like, these niggas be thinking I'm cool and shit and whatnot, and I'm a fucking comic book nerd. <laughs> Y'all are hating on a comic book nerd. That is sad. That is fucking sad. And the funny thing is, they they are some extravagant. Somebody's gonna clap them cheeks. Oh yeah, somebody's gonna clap them cheeks. Somebody's gonna clap them cheeks. It ain't gonna sound like that, but nah, it's not. Definitely not. fit right there. Whatever. But yeah, like <laughs> I don't know. I don't have any Captain <laughs> Chief. I don't know. In some in some way. I don't have a button for clap the cheeks. I gotta find metaphorically, a metaphorically, you know, metaphorically. I gotta record a I gotta record a button for clap them cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Just for that particular instance if it comes up again i need to have something that goes to that metaphorically it works it works it works, it works. so yeah i'm gonna look at these texts <laughs> and, 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 All right, well. and what you were saying to me earlier in the pod so i can better exuberate my um my inner padawan I probably use exuberate all the fuck wrong, but I'm happy. I was gonna say, uh, if you've ever, if you've never seen Glass Onion, that takes us back to the beginning of the pod. Watch the movie Glass Onion. It's a really good movie. Um, it, it, the the main antagonist of the movie, he spends a lot of time uh, saying really big words that mm -hmm. he either uses wrong, wrong or that are not real words. Oh, that's just funny. Which also goes to the glass onion of like him being a person that like tries to seem like he's got all these layers, but it's really easy to see through him. Mm -hmm. So like, it, yeah, 
But the glass onion metaphor is like it's like a quad a quintuple entendre in the movie. So it's hella it's hella fire that they did. It's that. very Jay Z ish. Yeah, you know, as a as a literary person that likes to like break down and analyze like how people use symbolism, like use these different you know communication how stories. tools. Story, I'm in there. Yeah, I like bars. So yeah, um, I would say watch Glass Out. I mean Glass Onion. If you like Glass Onion, then Flick Store Nas uh, Knives Out. If you like Glass Onion, you will like Knives Out. If you don't like Glass Onion, then you, Knives Out ain't gonna do shit for you. It's one of them type things. Even though Knives Out came first, but you don't have to see Knives Out to see Glass Onion. But yeah. all right, I digress. Um, I think that's a good place to leave it, man. We done we done kind of went around the world. When back in the middle of that around again, I'm gonna be that. All right, uh, I don't know where my brain is going. <laughs> Pure love. Gonna back in the middle of the round again. Yo, I don't know why that random ass <laughs> yo. Oh, hey, um, five second good and fuckery. Five second good and fuckery. Um, Thank rest you. in peace, gangsta boo. Where yo, dollars? that shit Where fucked me at? up, yo. Where them dollars at? Yo, I just finished watching her like within the past year on uh, what was it, uh, marriage boot camp with her and the white boy that she was married to or like with, and I remember like rooting for her and thinking like, oh, she she's trying to get sober and shit. Cool, that's dope. I'm glad. So I hope that it wasn't like a drug re- related death but god bless her man uh-huh. i fucked with gangsta boo she was she she seemed like i don't know her personally obviously but she, from everything i saw her on she seemed like a pretty down-to-earth person like that i would be cool with so uh-huh. respect and you know rest in peace to, to, to her and condolences to her family yeah five second good good and fuckery uh charleston white says he wants to make a snitch alliance with gunna I personally thought that was hilarious. Hmm. So, <laughs> I thought it was fucking hilarious. All right, I so do we know Gunna snitched? Do we know that for a fact? I, I just haven't followed this case well enough to know I, like no, we don't, the paperwork we don't it for, on it. We don't know. We don't know it for a fact, but it's like. Oh, it, I'm a, it, I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and leave it alone until I see the paperwork. Yeah, I need to see the paperwork. To, I need to too. I'm gonna leave it alone. I just thought I need to fun. see a discovery or some paperwork. I need I need to see some that says that he snitched before I put that rap on him. Because a lot of people have been catching that rap and mm-hmm. if yeah, you did I, it, cool. I and that's what you are, but I ain't gonna put I that on nobody that might I not ain't, deserve I ain't, it. So I ain't Mr. Gangster, nor I'm not the street lawyer to know what are the rules. To say someone is snitching or not. Now I know I know the rules. If you said that somebody did something, yeah, that that and you are involved in a criminal lifestyle, then you are that. Now for me, I don't know that Gunna is a person that is involved in street stuff. I also don't listen to a lot of Gunna music, and I don't know his personal life so i don't have a lot of context in this case with him specifically now young thug i remember back in the jeffrey days when he was with 
Gucci Mane and before that when he had them videos out. I, I kind of understand where Young Thug come from. I don't know Gunner like that past the I got all this money, I flash and I show clothes. So I don't know him as like this hard nigga that was in the street. So I don't know that he necessarily applies to the street. I don't, I don't from the sounds of it, it sounds like he's always been a music dude and he And just, that's what I get. I yeah, get that he was a music dude that was uh, to me, he's the type of dude that's like he's a civilian. He just grew up in the hood, so he's mm-hmm. comfortable around other hood niggas. But that's not necessarily him. His avenue, mm-hmm. as far as what he's into on his day to day life, like I don't see Gunner going up to spray the ops. That's mm-hmm. not the vibe that I've gotten from him on watching him in interviews or anything like that. So I don't know I- him. And that may be him. He might be the gangsterest nigga in the world. But I don't know him to be that. So I don't have a a deep enough context to really this YSL case is funny for me because I, yeah. I care and I don't. So like I know if something big go on, I know that somebody to play it out. I, I hear those things, but I don't know these people well yeah. enough. I don't I don't have the background enough to be like, oh, well, that nigga. Oh, he he tripping like with the little Dirks and them like that. I kind of have followed them a little more. So I feel like I understand, like if one of them was to get caught up on a charge, I would better understand, like, who's a snitch, who's a civilian, who's Mm -hmm. who's actually involved in some shit, who's probably not involved in it anyway, that type of thing. So I don't really know if he a rat, though, then, you know, them niggas got that. This, the snake is their logo. I'll say that. I, so I if, like, if, if anything snake coming up out of it, don't surprise me. I feel like if anything might have happened, Slithering, I feel like they, they asked certain questions specifically to get something out of them that he didn't that he didn't realize that they were getting out of them or whatever to prove something. That's why I feel like <laughs> to plead you voluntarily doing something. Mm-hmm. Even to a ticket, you plead guilty to a speeding ticket. You are voluntarily saying something, knowing something else. So, like when you enter a plea, for it to get to that point, by the time it gets to the point where you're entering a plea, everything that you're saying and why you're saying it according to this paperwork, you know. So, whatever you done signed your name to, he know what that is. I just ain't uh-huh. seen the paperwork to know, like. Did you what, snitch on what, somebody? What, Were you involved in some shit? And then you like was like, well, hey, I was in this gang and this was my leader, so I did this and that because of this. Or like, like I don't know. I just know that the nigga, everybody said he took a plea. So I don't know what he actually said or did in that plea to get the plea. True. Well, That's yeah. the hard part for me. If, if you know, I got fucking hiccups. <laughs> If you know, let me know in the comments because I'm I'm interested, but I'm not that interested enough to research. I'm going to be honest. Um, It's kind of one of them things where like once once it's all said and done, I'll pick it up, but I feel like it's too big for me to follow day to day. Like, I I, I can't. And I got fucking hiccups. So, uh, yeah. 
while you handle the hiccups here, uh, pause. Um, Because I don't even know if that's a pause moment or not. I'm just saying pause. (laughs) Pretty much. But um, from gangster shit, the more gangster shit. um, Nigga, I just ate hiccups. (laughs) You ain't see that, though. I I did, but I did you see that? I saw did anybody out there see that? I just want y'all to know that I'm that nigga. I just ate hiccups. That shit's funny. But um what was I was gonna say. Oh, all right, from more gang from some gangster shit to more gangster shit. Um the extradite. Nah, I can't even talk. Fuck this, it's too late at night. All right, so they got El Chapo's son. Oh. And ever okay. since they got El Chapo's son. Um, they was he running shit in lieu of El Chapo? That's what they're suspecting. It it is pretty much, but okay. uh, um, what I'm trying to say in the whole ordeal, it was like 29 people killed in the arrest when they raided the um the building he was in, and okay. ever since then, it's been intense violence in Mexico. So they well, are halting. Right. Yeah, they're they're halting him actually coming over to the United States or whatever for right now. Um so what so what the United States really need to do right with foreign with foreign people who have an influence in America. They need to deal with the people that's in America and deal with the influences in America and stop mm-hmm. that. But what you ain't gonna stop is something that's going on in another country without having a viable plan of what that looks like when that person ain't there. Because all that happens in other countries, especially in a country where you have dictators in these cartels or these countries that are like, you have these despots that run the country with an iron fist. When you get rid of them, it becomes a power vacuum. So all of his lieutenants and all of these niggas that was up under him and oppressed by him and all of his enemies and his political prisoners and shit, they all are now fighting to get that spot that they thought they should have. So now it becomes all our war. And it happens everywhere. It happened in Iraq. It happened in Argentina. It happened in Nicaragua. It happened in goddamn uh, Afghanistan. It happens in uh, Iran. Like all of these countries where we go and we, Vietnam, Korea, like all these countries where we go in and we like, we dispose of one dictator another 20 pop up because they were all waiting it's just that one dictator held them at bay so a lot of times we're better off just letting their own country deal with that while we just focus on like domestically shoring up making sure that we are able to protect the influence that comes into our borders but like trying to go over to that man leave the cartel alone exactly we've you fought Pablo, another one popped up. You fought that, another one popped up. You fought them, another one popped up. Now you it's got like three, four, five cartels that you got to f- just let them deal with themselves and just focus on showing up our borders. Build a wall that Trump keep talking about. Do all of that shit. But you ain't about to do nothing to them. Like, all you're going to do is make more and they're going to just keep coming. Like, what people got to realize probably, is it's roles to this shit. You have great people. You're also going to have bad people. Some people are not going to be good 
I don't care. Ain't no rehabilitating them. Ain't none of that. So when you know that, just when they pop up, whack a mole. But thinking you gonna eradicate that shit, or you're gonna have some war on drugs that's gonna end all up. like man, you can cancel that shit. Little kids spin around in circles to get dizzy. People like to be high. So people gonna keep getting high in some form or fashion as long as it's been going on since humanity has formed. It's gonna keep going on when we all did. It's gonna be a new way to do it. All you can do is manage it, help the people that don't want to be high, and yeah, whack them over the motherfuckers that's doing the, the fucked up shit that's causing people to get these new ways of getting high that's killing folk. But you ain't about to do nothing else, because you go over to Mexico fucking with them folk, you're going to make 10 more Pablos. You're going to make 10 more El Chapos. Leave them folk alone. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be a big O in Mexico, whether it's Pablo or Chapo. Yeah. It's gonna and be the a big shit that kill me, you fighting all these people that's doing this drug shit. Just focus on the drug, the, the, the human trafficking and the shit that's like human rights violations. People they like to get high. Get in trouble. You can fight drugs all you want to. People want to get high. People be mixing pickle juice and weird shit together to make new concoctions. Like, people want to get high. Let them I get high know. if they want to get high. And if they don't want to get high, then don't let them get high. Like, I don't like the countries that don't focus on whether or not people getting high. They just allow, they just focus on, all right, you don't want to be high no more. Let me help you. You need resources, and that's why you was fucked up. Well, let me help you. But the people that want to just do it, all right, just let's give them a space to be that. They be thriving. Sweden, Denmark, all these countries that are Switzerland, all these countries that allow for certain drug laws that allow people to be addicts and just deal with them as such. Man, they be living. They don't have no kind of worry about illicit drug violence and all that shit. Like, People going to do drugs. People going to sell drugs. That's going to keep happening. Just like pussy. People going to have pussies. People going to sell them pussies. That's going to keep happening. You can fight that shit. You can make laws against it. We can do whatever you want to do, but it's going to keep on happening. So why not just knowing that it's going to keep happening, allow it to happen in the safest way possible, and then society is happier because... Now you don't have people being criminalized for shit that they gonna do anyway. You don't have people like you have people they, in places where they fit. Red, and when people light, have a space, you don't have angry people. You don't have people fighting. You don't have people like all over the place doing weird shit that causes worse shit on society. You don't have these fringes. You have a lot more of the middle stream of society happy. So then they're the ones that run shit. Right now, we have the 10% that are extremely unhappy and the middle gone. It ain't no middle. Everybody then went to the edges. I'm this. I'm that. Well, actually, most people are kind of a mixture of everything. Just different percentages. Mm -hmm. We all mutts. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. since you brought up mixing, there's a certain type of mixing that shouldn't be done. And, uh, I hope this isn't true uh, about this uh, DMV uh, rapper, but um, I didn't even know he was from the DMV because he doesn't sound like he's from the DMV to me. 
but then he do. Um, Shy Glizzy is accused of spiking oh, yeah, girls. That's definitely DC. Huh? That's definitely DC. Yeah, that's sad right there. Yeah, yeah. He and then um one of he his got that yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that did and then um I'm so awesome. I'm so that guy. I think. I'm shot glizzy, yeah. but ain't nothing shy about yeah. me. And you know what's crazy? When I actually seen the video of him, I was like, that's, that's just the way out. I sleep. Stop that madness. I'm a savage in traffic with Mac and yeah. Lavis. Bad bitch. And she's Spanish. I fly in the callous masses. We get nasty young and daddy. She fine. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Ain't that, nothing that wrong is. with fake asses, bitch. Turn around. Let's make magic. I'm geeking the hum on it. Don't look at me like you want it. He don't look like his voice, man. I swear to God. When I actually seen the video of, uh, of him, I was like, this nigga doesn't look like he sound like that. He doesn't look like he's supposed to sound like that. He has a very high voice for, for a tough looking guy. He looks tough, but he's got a very <laughs> I'm Shake Lizzie, but ain't nothing shy about me. Yeah, yeah. he got like a Hanna Barbera like cartoon voice. Ah, ah. <laughs> Hanna Barbera. Heavens to Megatroids. Yeah. <laughs> Exit stage right, left even. Like a Saturday morning cartoon <laughs> voice, whatever. Hell no. Nah. So yeah, he need to go away. Um, stop, y'all just stop doing shit to women what the fuck is wrong with y'all anyway but yeah Dana White um slapped his wife on camera at New Year's Eve or whatever there's no media outrage about it like it would be with other hmm. like it would be if it a was a man like... that promotes fighting gets arrested gets in trouble for a violent crime sounds about right sounds very about right yeah yeah and uh, that's about it. And yeah, you seen the confrontation so far about Shannon? Shannon, look here, man. I, I I wanna I wanna talk about skipping Shannon next week in depth. I don't want to do it a disservice and try to rush through it because I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, we, we kind of deep into it this week. We could too be continued. Um, yeah, we passed the two hour mark this week, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let it go this week. But I will say this: it's time for Skip Bayless to leave TV. I'm going to outline some reasons why next week. We're going to get into that and more. To be continued. Skip Bayless next week, for sure. Like, I want you to literally copy and paste that and put it at the top of next week's docket. Gotcha. So, yeah, just know that. Um, but, yeah, we're going we gonna to get into that. But uh, Skip Bayless ain't shit. I'm going to say that. Yeah. TBC. But um, Pod Squad. That's pretty much our show this week, man. We we didn't gave y'all a lot. We done been a, we done been around the world. Uh been around the world and now yeah, yeah. I got a whole bunch of old songs tonight. And the quantum uh, Yes. Um, but uh give us money if you like the podcast tonight and you like the podcast and you want to continue to support and allow us to be able to, you know, do this for a living and do give this at a higher, higher level. Give us money. Dollar sign partner tears. One dollar sign partners is one on cash app. Also, buy me a coffee.com backslash the partners. Donate for as little as a dollar, or you can go to Spotify and you can donate for be become a monthly supporter for $4.99. Um, if you want to give us money and get shit back, go to rtrayclothing.com. 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 That's A R T R E 
clothing.com. That's A R T R E clothing.com. As Face would say, we would never spell clothing for you. You should be smarter than that. Um, and then uh, after you've given us money and either you've gotten some back or you just supported and you know shown us love, then make sure. How can you get in touch with us? You want to talk to us? You want to rap with us? You want to give us topics, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Pat, how can they get in touch with us, my guy? You see it on the bottom of the screen. I mean, you know, you, you get an at sign. You attach it to the words, the partners. You see them. You see them all over, all the screen, all over, everywhere. The partners over there, over there, you know, everywhere. You know, put that at sign in front of it, at T-H-E-P-O-D-N-A-S partners and that is the twitter that is the tiktok that's the instagram that's the twitch and on facebook we're off tis face pack are the partners Indeed, this, my guy. <clears throat> yeah motherfuckers and um do all of that shit and if you can't remember none of it just go to the partners.com it'll remind you there um but yeah man as always man uh it's been a good one, man. I feel like we had a good conversation tonight. This has probably been the most. I something about myself. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. This has probably been the most organic conversation that y'all have gotten from the partners out of two years and a couple weeks. Um, like Fuck I feel doc. like I feel like we we had like yeah, the docket was nowhere in it. We literally were having a conversation, waiting on face. Face wasn't able to come, and Pat was just like, "Damn, man, I wish we had re- well shit." Let me hit record, and we and we went from there. And this was probably the yeah. So this is how we normally talk. So hopefully y'all enjoyed it. Hopefully y'all have some thoughts <laughs> on our conversation, and y'all can that's add right. into it to make it a larger one. As always, that's the purpose. And um, as always, man, I've been one third of the partners. Your boy Tears, and I've been along with. It's the other third of the partners, the Padawan here. I don't know why I'm using the narrator voice, but it is funny. It is hilarious. But I'm the Padawan, and we've been sometimes along with my homeboy and our brother Face Mob. Um, the internet gods are, are, are being raffled. Um, they're being a little, little petty. They're some petty gods right now. Um, but he will be back with us. Um, he's always with us in spirit. Y'all go to archerayclothing.com, and we have been the partners. Y'all could have been anywhere else in the world, but you've been, you're here with us, and we appreciate that. And fuck you, internet god, you That's bitches! That we missed you, face. We missed you, face. We'll be back really soon with a live stream or something with face on it and all that good shit. But until then, man, we've been the partners. We love y'all, motherfuckers. Have a great week. Peace, bitches! Hey, little girl, better not be on this hook, boy. Run the That was the end of the show, y'all. Y'all know y'all. Man. It's better one, bitch. All right, I'm going to shut up.